This is a We Are On We production. Welcome to the On We Talk podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Winter, and I'm joined one on one with Hayden Clark. How are we, Hayden? We're feeling good. Can't believe it's just me this time. I know. I'm pretty glad that we finally did it. We finally kicked Brad out of the podcast. Nowhere to be seen. Haven't seen him in a while, actually. So it's it's good. I'm I'm glad he's out. He could be he dead. Noth- he could be dead. And you know what? To be honest, I don't give a shit. I don't give wow. a shit about Brad. No, but he's doing all right. He's just on the back burner right now. He'll be on the back burner for a while, to be honest. Not yeah, a big fan of I his. guess he'll be on break until the next time he goes to some filming. You know, never know. We might do some filming very soon. Spoilers. That was that was very bad. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, so this is yeah. So it's a bit of a special episode, isn't it? You and me, just you and me, Hayden. Yeah. Yeah. What have you got in mind? Well, what do I have in mind is let's talk about on we. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about like I'm thinking. I want to talk love about. That. You do I do love, love that talking topic. about myself. I'm a very egotistical. I know. Man. I know from the moment that like from when from when you really began this venture. And really started developing on we, um, and turned it from something that was serious, uh, from something that wasn't very serious at all, into effectively your like full time occupation. All you would talk about when we'd be out for breakfast or lunch or whatever is on we. And it is, and it's not like it's not a bad thing, but it's consumed me. It's and like that's not a bad thing either. But but yeah, the- it's not it's not necessarily a bad thing to be you know consumed by it. And you've no. gotten better with it. The, the the thing the thing was like the only thing of contention was that it was sort of like we'd go there to see what you're up to, <laughs> um, mm. and it would be I- less about your development and more about the development of Omni. And I feel like it was very helpful having specifically you. You know, you and I would go on and we'd go on our Saturday morning coffee and talk about. A lot of it was on we. Like, obviously, we had mm. a little things we were doing in between, but it was good to come. It was really good to have someone to bounce ideas off. Like, you think about it. I remember about it, over a year ago, probably when I just finished year 12 sort of thing, I was like, on we. It was all I was thinking about. But mm. I wasn't really doing, like, there wasn't much I was executing. And I did yeah, a lot, I, of, stu- I I did a lot of stupid things. A lot of stupid things that, like, here's an example. So I got my $5,000 bank loan for my first car and I'm thinking, okay, what I'm going to do is I'll spend about 1000 1500 on my car, get a bit of insurance and I'm going to put the rest right into on me. So that's what I did. So I, I bought my little, my little car, my little shitty car, which you can see in Marty's Internet show coming March 16th. And <coughs> that was a nice little shout out there. And I bought, so I bought my car, bought my insurance and I put the rest into my business. And one of the first things I bought, and it's the stupidest thing I've ever bought, was a professionally made contract. And that cost me about $1,500, Hayden. You have no idea how silly I feel after doing that. Because I, I never <laughs> knew insane. about the whole, um, you know, like the whole doing it out of your own pocket. Like I didn't really under, I, I didn't I think. I remember that because like, we I've, were speaking hmm. with <clears throat> our friend who's like a, a training accountant. Hmm. And he busted out all this information where he's like, you know, you really don't have to register, um, you know, and make all these fancy contracts until you're, you know, a business earning above a certain amount. And I feel very silly now. But like, <laughs> so with the accounting stuff, it's, I feel it's a peace of mind for me. A lot of it is like, I'm not paying that much. Like I'm not paying 
Like I can easily afford it with the savings I'm doing just to have the whole financial thing out of the way. But then again, maybe I shouldn't even register as a business in the first place. But I feel like it could grow. It's more legitimate. And and it's more legitimate. That's the big thing. I wanted a bit of legitimacy when I'm talking to, you know, different... Like, the first two, like, I'm a bit off track, but it goes back to when I first started Onwe. The first big project was not Marty's Internet Show. And it wasn't Onwe Talk either. Mm. Hayden, this this was Real Friends. Yeah, I remember Real Friends. Real Friends. Because it was was when you were still at school, you were Mm. pitching the idea of Real Friends to me. At least year 10. Yeah, yeah, a real long time ago. And then even after you'd graduated, um, you'd still be talking about it. So this is like the year after you graduated where you pretty much had a year off. You were going to university. Well, Um, I was, but I didn't end up up doing it. Yeah, I I forget what you were doing. You were doing media... It was media communications, it was. Yeah. But I didn't, didn't end feel up like it was it. no, I didn't feel like well like in the beginning it was like, Oh, I don't want to have to study Australian history because that was one of my units I had to study. But wow. in the end I'm really glad that I didn't have I didn't go because I feel like I don't have a a head for university. My mind's not necessarily built for school. Like I did I did well at school, but I was like a I was spectacularly spectacularly average, I feel. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I'm, not, I wasn't up there, but I wasn't down. I just, I just did well, and I feel like my head is more, more entrepreneurial in a way. Yeah, yeah. Like without chucking, like you, you know, calling myself an entrepreneur, I feel like it's more action rather than study. Like, cause one thing I did for a long, long time was plan, 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 plan. Yeah, plan. that whole year that I was talking about, the whole year um, after. <clears throat> school yeah you pretty much spent that whole year planning yeah it was and i don't think it was the best option i didn't want to go back to i want to go back to real friends hayden do you remember what real friends is about what the concept was um roughly at least i remember it was just like two best friends i'm pretty sure well, and one of them was in a cat suit that's correct he was black too yeah and I this is still an idea i'm gonna do See, I've so Real Friends is it's an adult animated series, and I'm still going to go ahead with it. When it, I'm still going to go ahead with it, sure. And there's a white guy, a black guy, and their illegitimate child, which is the white guy's kid. You know, he's a bit of a. I'm trying to think of the sort of character. He's a bit of a. Um, he's a bit of a like a Roger from American Dad, and he's a bit like a Stewie from Family Guy, and he's a bit. Hmm. He's that little troublemaker kid. And the black guy is that sort of stereotypical. Like his story is that he used to be, um, he used to work on a children's TV show, and he was like, he was dressed up as a cat, and then he got injured, so he got all this compensation. So now he just like lives at home, sits on the couch. And the white guy, you know, he's a, he's a stay-at-home dad, and he's working hard, but he's very ditzy sort of thing. I guess you could compare him to, compare him to a bit of a, um, partially what Stan, Stan is that Stan off American Dad, so that ditzy sort of, sort of character like. He knows what's going on with the other guys, but he doesn't really at the same time. Like, he's, he yeah. misses a lot of things. Yeah, he's a bit oblivious. <clears throat> a bit oblivious, that's the word. And, yeah, Real Friends is still a thing that I want to do. It just wasn't feasible. It wasn't yeah. feasible with the sort of... But, like, I, re- I didn't want it to make, like, a shitty animation, and I didn't want it to be... But, like, I couldn't afford it to do hundreds of thousands of dollars, pay for hundreds of thousands of dollars of animation. Like, I did try to get it funded with Screen Australia... For I think it was their, it was one of their programs. I can't remember which one. 
But yeah, I tried, but it was just uh, animation yeah, is expensive. Because we, you and I, and a lot of our friends, Braden and Stephen and whatnot, we grew up watching animation on YouTube. A lot of, yeah. like, that's a, lot of, a lot of us did. Yeah, before we diverge, I just mean, um, something that we've learned from, like, people like Sick Animation is you don't really have to be the best at animating in order to make something successful or funny. Oh, even. God, no. Um, and, you know, like, that is totally, that would be totally in, um, you know, the realm of what you were able to do. As long as the content's good enough, you know, it's solid no, ex- content. Exactly. The problem is, it's, it's a lot to do with the image that you want to portray. Hmm. You know, their image is very um, distinctive. Um, and while it's very funny and very successful, it's not necessarily professional looking. No, you're exactly right. It's certainly and... appropriate for like Adult Swim, but you would never see it on like Fox 8 or anything oh, like that. Oh, God, no. But... And I think we've talked about this for a few times. I'm, I feel like I want to be, in essence, partially at least, an online version of Adult Swim in a way. Like, not too out there, but it sort of has that, like, alternative feel. Yeah. And, I'll, yeah. And so, I remember when, so when I finished school, like, it was the probably coming out of year 12, going into my first year out of school... That's when I really got away. Like, obviously, I'd watch My American Dad, which is still probably one of the best animated TV series on on TV at the moment. And, like, out of that family guy sort of thing and away from, you know, the, the standard. And it is into some of those adult swim shows. Like, some of them are dog shit. But some of them are, like, really, really... Like, they re- like it's got a, a different comedic voice and it's got a different feel to it. And the animation is not good. It's not necessarily good. You can even compare that to South Park. Like... Look how big that has gotten, and look how simplistic the style was in those first five seasons. It's yeah, it's nothing, but it's and it's all in the writing, and I feel like that's where my my strong suit is. I've like have like the Marty Internet show scripts. Like you go through some of them, and I feel like there's some genuinely extremely funny moments that were just written that script. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel like. I don't. Know, I don't know if I mentioned this, but back in the, I think it was the year out of year, a year out of year twelve, I applied for YouTube funding from Screen Australia, and it was for another animated series idea that I had. And this one was, it wasn't Real Friends because I did, I wanted Real Friends to be like sort of my main, like my first big animated show. Yeah. But I had a I had a second idea, and it was called, and it is called Super Ultra Justice Team. And it's a little, it's a little kid called Kidman, and his sidekick, little black kid called Turtle Boy, and there's like an evil genius, blah blah blah, that sort of generic thing. But it has this sort of alternative, yeah. this alternative feel. Obviously, that yeah. didn't, as you can see, that didn't get funded. But like, <laughs> I had, yeah. But it's like another. That, that'll be my. That's the second series I want to make. I, I'm, I really want to get into animation. That's my. I would, would I say it's my first like love of yeah i would i feel like that's the first sort of love i had like animation specifically like marty yeah. marty's in that show is turned but marty's in that show has turned into something great and i feel like i'm really into that live action comedy now like who knows where it's gonna go yeah and something you're mentioning before is like when we really like our first experiences on the internet on youtube was with short animated films like when we first got into it, it was all about pivot animations and all that type of stuff. Oh, and then it the branched out towards like Ed's World and those sort of a- animated comedy shorts, you know what I mean? Because Ed's and World so, was 
Yeah, sorry, continue. Yeah, and so like our... Because we, we all wanted to be a part of that. I think when you see something that's very inspiring, very funny, you sort of want to emulate that. And <clears throat> I remember very early on, I guess you could call it like um, the very beginning of Omwe was like BDB, Brain Damage oh, yes. Buds, which BDB. is a YouTube channel that four of us shared together it was and four intended us, yeah. to do animations based on ourselves with, and oh it, God, mm. an extreme lack of talent. Oh God, yeah. But like, how old were we? We were at least 14 back back then. Yeah, if not younger. If not younger. And it was sort of, it was quite, because Ezworld was that first sort of episodic animated things thing we saw on the internet. Yeah. So, and there was obviously just three friends making, like, within the show. Four originally. But then, you know, we sort of went off that. Um, we made it, what did we make our theme song in? I think it was made in... Punkomatic. Oh, Punkomatic, that's what it was. But, yeah. like, it was very humble. It was a very humble start. Like, so it was you, me, Brayden, who is now Braidoy on, on the internet, does some nice animations. Check him out, youtube.com slash Braidoy. Um, and Steven, our good, yeah. our good pal Steven, you know, our everyone's good pal Steve. our good pal Steve, like he's, yeah, we've all... so essentially when we began with that, um, mm-hmm. it was just, you know, there were, there were outlines for animations that were to be made, but because of time constraints and whatever, um, a lot of them just turned out to be slideshows. And anyway, eventually that channel didn't lead anywhere. No. So, um, you guys got the great idea to make a new channel um, called BMS after oh, Braden and Matt Steven, which of course, you know, naturally, I don't know why, but I was excluded from. See, I don't even know how that happened. So I think I remember at Bull school, Braden and I, shit, <laughs> Braden and I had discussed like, you know, I think, I don't think it's working. Like, I don't know what was going on, but it just didn't work out. And then, you know, a few weeks later, let's start a new channel. I wonder if Hayden wants to be in there. Didn't seem like you did. Made a new channel there. Yeah. Sorry about that. I hope you don't hate me. I love you. Hayden. No, no, I, I feel great about it. Like I've never felt any resentment towards you guys for excluding me from anything like that. Oh, well, that's that's really good to hear. Even though I can sense like sarcasm in your tone, it's good to hear, Hayden. <laughs> but then, but, like, of course, so, mm. there were some. Yeah, like it enjoyed some moderate success. But then eventually, that whole group dynamic fell through as you guys couldn't really write stuff together. Namely, you and Steve. Yeah, <laughs> like like there's not Steve and I like there's nothing like we just butted heads over over our ideas and our and our, our ideals of sort of like what we wanted to do. I had a really I think you know I think I've just always been really big picture, and I think he was just in the spur of the moment. That's not there's nothing wrong with that. I probably, I was probably wrong with a lot of the things that I did, but I felt I already I always had this big this big picture thing. So eventually, it just became Brayden. BMS, which is BMS Productions, was just Brayden. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, well, when you guys dropped off, yeah, it was just Brayden. He he steered it away into like the new ventures that he that he has at this time of recording, and it worked out well. And then I think from there, you sort of that that's when the idea of Omwe, you know, was first conceptualized because Omwe is essentially the um, professionalization of that initial concept. You've always had that idea of creating um, so your own sort of comedy in an animated or, you know, other media. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. So what it was originally was Hayden, not Hayden, Braden. Braden and I were going to do only media. And, you know, like I had just these small ideas, like we're just going to be, it was going to be real friends in the beginning and he was going to animate it. 
but it just became like, it got to the point where like Braden had other things he wanted to do and there's nothing wrong with that. It was just like, I had this really big picture in my head and I'm like, and I asked for permission if I could take all these ideas, take the name and do something with it. And that's what I've done. And that was about end of year 11, maybe the start of year 12. Yeah. And that's where it slowly, like I, a lot of what I, I remember there was, I remember there was days like. I was writing real friends and this wasn't writing real friends, but I was developing it. And I watched about for like a few, fair few weekends I'd spend Saturday and Sunday just watching South park and watching American dad and like had my laptop in front of me and just studying. And I, I put it in the hours. Like, it's not like I just like had all these ideas at the top of my head. I just had to consume a heap. Yeah. Because I could, yeah. it, cause comedy isn't something you can just like go like just off the top of your head. I feel like I had to, you know, do a bit of that study to sort of develop a sort of a knack for it, a head, like a mind for it. Yeah. But yeah. So then that developed into, so when I started on we itself, the company, it's sort of, that's what the first thing I was trying to do was real friends. I said, and then super ultra justice, like ultra justice team, two series that I'm going to do. Like when the, like when I sort of get on me off the ground when I can get some of the funds in, you know, hire a few people, blah, blah, blah. That's when I'll start mm. to get into those sort of things. More programming, essentially. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to, I had to, there was two things I needed, I wanted to do. I wanted to do something that I could film really cheaply and make it like decent, like sort of, and like feel like an actual web series. Yeah. And I wanted to do something audio wise, like a podcast. And that's when On We Talk came about. Yeah, because it's an easier sort of content to produce. Yeah, oh, much, much easier. But you didn't want to be on it in the beginning, did you, Aiden? Did I not? No, you didn't. Don't you remember that? Not really. Oh, yeah, I do, because I, re- I remember that first recording. I really didn't want to be in it. Um, no, yeah, I think you came in at about episode four, four or five, in our pilot season. Please don't listen to it. Yeah. It's extremely cringy. But I felt like we found our... Because we... Like you guys, like Brad, you and Brad, and maybe Chris, you sort of like have had regular Skype, not regular, but you've had Skype calls where you talk to each other. Yeah. And I hadn't necessarily even done that. But of course, having mics in front of our faces is very, very different. But I feel like in that pilot season, there's a lot of like promising stuff. Like there's a lot of really good moments. Yeah, there's definitely a dynamic building there and a, a certain sense of what our take on comedy is. Oh, exactly. Somewhere to build from. Like, so what do you see for, what do you see for, for your, in yourself for On We Talk and maybe audio programming? Like, did you have anything that you necessarily wanted to see or that you could see happening in terms of audio programming? Um, how do you mean? Like, sort of like, do you see, like, so do you see On We Talk, um... Like, do you feel like it could ju- it could just be you, me, Brad, and Chris until the end of time? Are there any other sort of audio-based things like that we could go into? Like, obviously, I've talked about Ask Onwe before, not on the podcast, but Ask Onwe is like a sort of a a Q and A sort of thing that I wanted to do with the fans, something that I could sort of interact with the fans with. There was the idea of my like a live radio show of Onwe on air, something I still really yeah. want to do, and I'm going to do in the future, and then. Even sort of an idea that I don't know if you remember specifically, but doing a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, which was sort of an idea that I had a few months. We've had a we had a few months back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, but I I, I view that more as 
you know, like special editions of um, the active podcast. Yeah, I don't think it'd be able to thrive by itself unless you had, you know, dedicated people making the stories and, you know, if everyone could actively play. Yeah, of course. I, I think, feel like... I think yeah. in all... The way the way the internet is now, it's like above all, gaming reigns supreme. Like to oh, God, yeah. podcasting to, um, I, I would say you know even um, what do you call them? Web series, everything like that, because it's just such a, a lucrative, um, what do you say? Industry. I guess. It's, yeah, industry. That's the word. Part of entertainment because so many people are involved in it. So many people enjoy watching it. You know, it's just a huge thing now. And I feel like if there was anything to evolve from Marty Talk, at least for me, uh, Marty Talk, I mean, um, Only Talk. Only yeah. Talk. It'd be, yeah, something that's gaming based. It'd be something with um, Brad and Chris and even you as well. And just doing, you know, as much as, as much as you could because, uh, you know, Brad and I. And Chris, I guess, to a big extent, like a lot of our time spent on the internet when we were younger and even now has been mostly devoted to watching people play games, watching Let's Players and, you know, it's just it's just a lot of fun to watch them. And I think it'd be a really great thing to get into. So you think, so you, do you want to do a gaming channel? Is that what you're talking about specifically? Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. If, if my life permitted it. <laughs> Yeah, of if, course. If, like if, it's a yeah. If you're not too busy, you can do that sort of stuff. Hmm. Well, I feel like you know that's the. I feel like Omni TV is the first. It's the it's the first channel of We Are Omni, and th- I feel like the natural progression with the people who are involved is a gaming channel. Like obviously, I'd want that hmm. to be something where, like, I want to build up Omni so where I, obviously I can work on it full time. But I feel like it would either have to be a part-time or a full-time thing for you guys to sort of take it to the level that it needs, I feel it needs to. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm thinking, like, it does, you know, it doesn't have to, it does not have to be daily uploads. Because, like, there's many channels that don't do daily uploads that do, like, um, every second day or every third day or it's Monday, Wednesday and Friday. That's sort of, that's still a popular, it's still manageable. Yeah. Like you know I, I, mean? I mean, I mean, I would, I would absolutely love to do it. And the thing is, it's, it's something that I think a lot of um, content creators, especially people that intend on making gaming channels, like it's what they want to do. You know, it's exceptional. You get to play games, um, and just have a good time, and you know, make a living from it. Like it's what everyone aims to do. The thing is, it's just a saturated industry now. Like there's so many content creators, they're all doing the same thing, and so. The only way that it would work is if one, you're attached to something better, or two, you can present something that's wholly unique or entertaining in its own special way. And I mean, you know, we we have the potential here. You know, you have um, Omni TV, which would be that thing which it is attached to, which has different forms of content, different personalities, and it's it's interesting in a different way. And then you get to see those same personalities playing video games which is what a lot of people enjoy and i think it i think it could be very very successful especially as a like thinking about like just with on in general like when i was thinking originally like i'm thinking oh i really want to make a popular podcast that everybody likes that's my market everybody that which is dumb like mm. in a like i've heard it from many business people that are like on podcasts etc everyone should not be your market 
Yeah, it's, and it's then I really far like it. too difficult I've, and it's exactly. too bland. It is too bland. But I feel like, like on Wii TV, I feel like I could be the, a very, like the top, one of the top Australian comedi- comedic channels. And same with On We Talk, it'd be one of the better Australian podcasts. Like, because there's really not that many. There is not many. Uh, actually, I don't think there is any big ones that are Australian in sort of that alternative voice. Like, do, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah, that not that mainstream sort of comedy voice. And I feel like the same with gaming channels. I can't think of it, the top gaming channel on YouTube at all. Like, it's a handful, but none that really stick out. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean, yeah. I feel, yeah, so I feel like the natural I'm sure, I'm progression sure we're probably a, a bit ignorant channel. to that side of YouTube. It's probably like a very glaringly obvious answer, but... Well, see, that's we what I thought. You know, not really interested in that sort of stuff. No, but like, and that's what I thought. I, I thought that, but I sort of did a bit of research of like the top subscribed gaming channels from Australia and even the top subscribed channels from Australia. And there's only a... There's only a handful. I feel like Australia is a, a market that hasn't been hit properly with a lot of it. Like, obviously, there's heaps of people who like Rooster Teeth. And there's heaps of people who like all these, like, alternative creators. But there's not really many creators themselves. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. See, I feel like that's the void. That There's a big void there. And that's what I want Omwe to... That I feel like I want that... That's what I want Omwe to hit. That sort of alternative voice. And even like with the like that sort of, um, I don't think there's a in the, even in the British market. Like obviously for gaming, yes there is. There's the Yogs cast and the, like the, the there's the Yogs cast and a few ha- and a handful of others. But I feel like the 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 gaming channel could sort of be eventually maybe not. You know, obviously, how many subscribers does the Yogs cast main channel have? Like millions. Like millions. Yeah. Up, up to the ten. Up to over ten. I think it's up to over ten million. Like it's getting there, maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't checked Some, in a long time. Something like that. But yeah, like I feel like they're. It's like not not necessarily a competitor. The gaming channel could be, but like an alternative to that British sort of because Australian Australia and the UK they sort of have a very crossed. I'm trying to think the word, but you know what I mean. Like it's very like they're they're more similar to each other than they are America. Yeah. In a lot of ways. And there's not there's not that much of a barrier in terms of comedy and a lot of other and a lot of other stuff like that. Like there is, but I feel like it's the closest we can come. Yeah. To, exactly. Yeah. Like well, so, the thing is, the thing that made them so successful is that they were, you know, just such incredible personalities. And it's, it's no, very mm, rare to find people like that. No, it is. Like, oh, I do want to say, I feel like you and Hayden and, and, and Chris as well have developed, like, their own, like, obviously, we've only been doing the podcast, like, there's 13 episodes, so I think this will be the fifth of the, like, the uh, first official season, but I feel like we've developed decent voices, like, obviously, we're not there, we're not perfect, but I feel like we've, we're getting there. Yeah, well, far from perfect. <laughs> far from perfect. But, like, you look, like, look at Rooster Teeth and that, they got a, a good start. With like you know red versus blue, and they had a podcast early on as well, and obviously that's not perfect. Like a lot of people would go back and listen and think it's like all right, and I feel like people will go and back and listen to the pilot season and think this is all right. Yeah. Obviously, the bit the newer ones are gonna be better. Yeah, no, but I there's see also that, n- that there's that nostalgic thing as well. Like like going back to listen to the Yog Pod. I remember listening to a few early episodes and like 
part of it makes me cringe, but I think a part of it's like you respect where they started. Yeah. Like they started just like you and I. Yeah. Well, I love it. I respect it. I miss it. <laughs> oh, but yeah. The New York Post. Definitely yeah. not as good. De- like, they've got the Triforce podcast, but it's not a, it's it's, really, it's a different it's, dynamic. It's, it's, yeah, it's really good, but it's it's just it's a completely different form of entertainment altogether, I think. It really is. Like, I, th- I think we'll start closing up this episode, but I did want to... I wanted to close with a question to you, Hayden. And that question is... What do you see? Do you see big things for Ennui? Because I do. I love, I love myself, Hayden. I see big <laughs> things for it. No, but what do you genuinely think? What do you genuinely think of sort of the, the, what you've seen of the vision I have? Yeah, well, I mean, I think in a lot of instances, right, everyone has a vision and they think if the vision does work out, that everything will be good. But in a lot of cases, the vision is faulted to begin with. But I have a feeling that like the vision that you've presented, like it, you know, it has it has really good merit, and if it works out, you know, it'll be. Fuck, my voice keeps cracking. Yeah, if it works out, you know, it'll be a very, um, positive thing. Like it, if it if it all goes well, then it'll present something that is legitimately funny and you know worth it, worth being there. I think so too. It just has to that, get there. It just has to get there. It's a slow, you know, it's a slow, it's a slow thing. You can't you can't rush it though. At the same time. Yeah, absolutely. what's the point? Yeah, but yeah, that was it was a good talk. So you know, next time we might talk about we might talk about Omni TV specifically. You know, talk about that sort of the com the I want to talk about the, next time the the comedic sort of programming that I want to put on with podcasts and different sort of stuff. Go more in depth in the in the gaming stuff as well. And there's a few other channels I want to discuss. I've got all these ideas in my head, Hayden. Yeah, it's like it's not a monkey with symbols, Hayden. It's the what's the opposite of that? Um, like a I've got nothing, but you know what? You know where I'm going. There's a lot Hell going no, on. This head. No idea. Help. This has been a We Are On We production. Head to onwe.tv for more.